letting you know what's going on without going on and on and on. Welcome to a fast-paced way to get caught up on all the day's biggest local stories from News Talk 830-WCCO. This is the All Local. With Monday's WCCO All Local, I'm Laura Oaks. Today's stories include new leadership at the Minnesota State Fair, a sleep expert explains why springing forward is bad for you, and from drought to floods, thanks to the amount of water sitting on our lawns as snow piles. We start at the state capitol where the budget surplus was revised down slightly. Minnesota still has a whopping budget surplus. It's at $17.5 billion, according to the revenue forecast out Monday morning. The forecast from last fall was $17.6 billion. What's different from any other previous forecast is that now inflation is taken into account. This is after a new law that Governor Walls signed earlier this session. WCCO political analyst Blois Olson. We're going to see kind of how that all plays out now. Um, it, I'd say they'll set budget targets amongst the legislators probably in two to three weeks. Then they'll know what their kind of bucket is and how they want to spend within that bucket. Democrats control both the Minnesota House and Senate. Governor Walls, himself a Democrat, says he wants to use money from the surplus to send rebate checks directly to Minnesotans. Rusty Ray, News Talk 830 WCCO. Governor Walls responding to the news and taking questions from reporters about his plan to cut taxes on Social Security. Minnesota ranks almost near the top in tax fairness. He pointed to other states like Florida, where he says that's not the case. You know who pays the bulk of taxes in Florida? Middle class and poor people, not in Minnesota. We switched that, and guess what? When those people are doing well, everybody's doing well. Minnesota Republican State Senator Bill Liskey made a motion to bring a bill to the floor that would give $8.7 billion, or half the state's surplus, back to taxpayers in the form of rebate checks. My bill will give $2,200 to an individual taxpayer and $4,400 to a coupled paying taxpayers. So a married filing jointly would be $4,400 per household. He says given the high prices of many products, it's urgent to pass this. I believe that this would be enough money to help uh, in situations like covering the energy costs that are rising, other inflationary costs such as eggs. As we all know, uh, eggs cost a lot more than they used to. Uh, so things of that nature, this this would go directly to helping. Susie Jones, News Talk 830 WCCO. We're about two weeks from moving our clocks ahead. One hour for daylight savings time. WCCO Susie Jones spoke to a sleep expert who says it's not good for our health. As a sleep physician, um, the dumbest thing our country does is spring forward. Dr. Andrew Steam is a sleep expert with Alina Health. He says changing the clock has health ramifications. We've seen increased heart attacks, increased car accidents, increased uh, suicidality in that week. He says the best thing you can do is to make it incremental. Consider moving things by 15 minutes as opposed to moving things by one hour. So do things one one uh, in smaller increments at a time as opposed to one big leap. So hopefully you won't feel that jolt on the day after. Abruptly losing an hour of sleep is very unhealthy as a society. And why we keep choosing to voluntarily doing this every year is just a fool's errand. Susie Jones, News Talk 830 WCCO. There's a new person in charge at the Great Minnesota Get-Together. WCCO's Rusty Ray has more. The Minnesota State Fair announced the replacement for longtime CEO Jerry Hammer, who is retiring. The fair has promoted Renee Alexander up from Deputy General Manager. She has 20 years total experience with the Minnesota State Fair. I started at the fair actually as a college intern, so 
you know, here's here's a pitch for come and work for a summer at the fair. So uh, I actually started in the entertainment department um, back in 1989. And after that summer, I was just fell in love with, you know, being a part of creating something so much bigger than myself and creating something that was such a celebration for all of Minnesota. Hammer will step down later this spring after 53 total years, 27 of those as CEO. There are doctors in Minnesota who are talking about unionizing. WCCO's Jordana Green spoke to Dr. Jessica Boland, who explains why. I think there's probably as many reasons um, to unionize as people who've expressed an interest, and that's quite a few. Um, The stuff that really motivates me is kind of having a a tool to preserve physician autonomy. Your intro was spot on. There's this stereotype that doctors are these sort of lone wolves in a sense. And that's not a strategy that's, you know, that's working great as, um, as medicine changes for the purpose of patient advocacy or, frankly, for the purpose of our own advocacy. This is Rusty Ray. One Twin Cities water provider wants to hire several new full-time employees and will offer full training regardless of experience level. St. Paul Regional Water Services Assistant General Manager Raquel Vasquez says anyone 16 and older can apply for new full-time positions. We've been trying for years to try and remove hiring barriers, um, especially to try and hire people who are within our, our service area. Obviously, as, as public servants, we think that it, it means a lot when people are serving the areas they actually come from. Along with a program to replace lead-lined pipes, Vasquez says this could prepare a whole slate of workers to be ready for that work who are hired into this trainee position now will be able to transition over and do lead replacement work a few years from now when we're really at our peak number of replacements happening each year. The full-time work pays $21.50 an hour to start. More information at WCCORadio.com. Could we really go from drought conditions to spring floods? Senior hydrologist Craig Schmidt tells us that even though we came into winter very dry, the amount of water in our snow could be concerning once it starts to melt. We were pretty much looking at a normal-looking threat uh, up until that last snowfall, and adding another inch, inch and a half of water onto the, the snowpack uh, puts us in a, a, a little bit above normal for the flood threat. So uh, most of our, our the Minnesota, Upper Mississippi, Chippewa Basin, and all, everything that flows into that, um, as a fairly decent chance of seeing at least minor flooding uh, this spring. We're looking at two and a half to four inches of water on the ground. So um, once that starts to melt, especially if it melts fast or we get more rain on top of it when we have warm temperatures, um, we could certainly see some uh, some pretty decent flooding. Have we seen spring flooding the last couple of years when it's been so dry? We haven't seen much. We've seen just a little bit here and there where there's been uh, uh, just some some, uh, localized conditions, but we haven't seen too much. Finally today, controversy surrounding the cartoon Dilbert after some comments from illustrator and cartoonist Scott Adams. The Minneapolis Star Tribune is among the newspapers that are dropping the cartoon. Senior managing editor Suki Dardarian told WCCO why they made that decision. Like many newspapers across the country, no, we... You know, everybody loves their comics, and everybody, many people love Dilbert, including myself. And so, you know, we we have given them some a little bit of editorial license, even though it's not an editorial page product. Um, but 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 Scott Adams crossed the line in our view, um, and you know, he's a paid contractor essentially, and and his comments and his. Um, words just did not meet with our company values and standards. 
And so why would we let him do that if we wouldn't let somebody on our staff do that? Thanks for listening to WCCO's All Local. You can find each day's All Local and all of our podcasts at WCCORadio.com or by downloading the Odyssey app. I'm Laura Oaks, News Talk 830 WCCO.